Welcome to the Blood Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Metz. Are you seeking adventure? A life that is fulfilling and exciting? A life that is meaningful and significant? If you're like us, I'm sure you are. But in this episode, we want to discuss this lifelong adventure that God is calling every man to live. So to answer these questions and to share more about this adventure, we'd like to introduce you to the founder and president of Blood Brothers, Ben Steiger. Welcome back to the show, Ben. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. Excited to dig in a little more this morning. And uh, I'm certain that uh, anybody listening will walk away uh, encouraged, challenged, and uh, better equipped for today. That's the goal anyway, right? So, all right, let's kick off with the first question, Ben. Uh, In the Blood Brother Vision, you mentioned that every man is called to embrace the lifelong adventure of loving God completely, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Could you explain how loving God in this way is a lifelong adventure? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I want to go back to last week week's episode or, or the, the first episode where we shared about, uh, you know, the formation of Blood Brothers and uh, where that came from. But it, it really comes from uh, helping men to love God with everything uh, that they have that I can't help take part in all of a man's problems. Uh, you know, whether it's, uh, a marriage issue, whether it's pornography issues, whether it's work issues, this, that, and the other, I can't get into each one of those subjects or, or we can't as a ministry. Uh, but something that God made very clear to us early on was, Hey Ben, I don't want you to worry about tackling all those issues because if you can just help men do this one simple thing, yeah everything else will fall into place. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a conversation that the father and I were having. I was out on a tractor uh, one day and uh, I was just reminded of the first and the greatest commandment, Uh, something that had not been something that was really significant in my life ever taught to me in a significant way. Although I had heard it, I couldn't quote it. And, uh, in that moment, the father just said, man, Ben, if you can just help men to love me with everything that they have, heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then to love others, everything else uh, will fall into place. And that comes from the first and greatest commandment. You know, when Jesus was surrounded by a group of dudes and uh, one of the guys said, hey, teacher, what is the most important thing that I, I as a Christian can do? And Jesus' response to them was, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul and strength and uh and then love your neighbor as yourself is the second and you know so from that moment on that's kind of how we we worked uh this challenge and how uh, a man's life is driven by this desire for more and it stems all the way back you know to the to the moment of creation eric you've heard me talk about this uh many times but i like to share going back to the book of genesis when god created the heavens and the earth and the water and the sky the land and the vegetation on it the birds of the sea uh or how about that the birds of the sea the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and uh the animals that roamed the land and when he was done creating what we call the outdoors he scooped up dust from the ground he formed it in the shape of a man and breathed into his nostrils a divine breath and in doing so imprinted imprinted on man's soul an unshakable desire uh, to be reunited with 
uh, the Father. And so, you know, that's where this longing and this desire for more comes from, this, this longing for adventure, this longing to be fulfilled. Uh, stems from. So when we talk about the lifelong adventure of loving God completely, uh, really, I fully believe that it all wraps around, you know, how God created us and how he imprinted on each of our soul to be reconnected to him. And all of man's pursuits are an attempt to fulfill that desire to be reconnected. Yeah, that's great. The, uh, the, I love how the, the father switched your focus from the problems to the solution mm-hmm. of just focus on yeah. him and loving him completely. And it's like, we don't have to get distracted with all these other things and conflict and problems and issues and try to like, okay, how am I going to solve that? How am I going to solve that? It's just fix your eyes on the father yeah. and those things will take care of themselves. And I love that solution. You know, and it kind of leads into our next question here is, you know, is loving God in this way is simple, but extremely challenging. So what obstacles do we face, you know, today as men? And in addition to just fixing our eyes on the father, what solutions have you found to work in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric, I was thinking about uh, some scriptures that I had written down and, you know, to kind of come along with uh, that one is John 10, 10, the thief comes only to destroy and kill. I have come Jesus that they may have life and have it uh, to the full. And then there's a quote by Thoreau. Uh, it says, most men lead, lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with their song still in them. You know, and that's a sad reality of what we face today is that so many men have no idea what uh, their purpose is and have no idea how to find that purpose and to walk in that purpose. And uh, man, this is, this blood brothers community and this tool has been a neat asset to help men come alive and to step into uh, their purpose. I'm getting off track. What ask me again, the the specific question. So I make sure I dive into that, but it's good. Yeah. Yep. Just the obstacles that we face today. And what are some things that you do personally to help overcome some of those obstacles and struggles that we have to loving God? Yeah. And so, you know, one of the greatest ways that the enemy comes and just steals from us is distraction and uh, drawing our focus away from uh, where it really should be. We live in the craziest, busiest, most distracting times ever. If we don't have just a honed focus on the things that matter most. And for me, you know, that's loving God completely where, where my focus is just on him and give me more of him that, Man, so easily I will be just tossed to and fro by the waves of this world. And I'll start using that word, I'm busy. You know, every dude you ask, how you doing, man? I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> you know, and I have grown to yeah, hate that so word for, for myself. And, and oftentimes it hurts to hear from other men because I find that when I am busy, I'm not living on purpose. I'm doing what I have to react to yeah. instead of what I'm being proactive in. And so when I live on purpose, uh, I'm not saying that I'm busy uh, because every choice I make is based mm. off of, all right, how do I love God completely in and through this moment, this day, this time? And 
it doesn't mean that things don't get altered or changed. And it doesn't mean that life isn't full. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I don't like to use that word busy. And so uh, yeah. busyness and distraction, I think, are two of the greatest thing that the things that the enemy is using uh, to draw us away from walking in our sure. purpose. Yeah. Yep. So, so tough. So, so how do you prevent yourself from being distracted? What are some things that you do in your life yeah. from preventing yourself from being busy, from being distracted? Like, what do you proactively yeah, do? Right. I am the vine. You are the branches, oh, man. You know, the only hope that I have is staying connected mm-hmm. uh, to the father. And uh, I heard it from my friend uh, years ago, um, uh, Morgan Schneider at uh, becoming good soil, a ransom heart, um, uh, and he said, man, you have to strategically uh, place things that interrupt your day. And so, you know, whether that's getting up and uh, spending time directly uh, in the word of God, the first thing so that my day is aligned with the father, or whether that is uh, listening to some some music that's going to draw me deeper into worship or whether that's taming my my flesh by telling it what to do by what I eat and by by my exercise and uh, and then what I consume visually what I watch on TV or my phone or what I read uh, and then certainly by those that I align my life with and by who I engage with and uh, I think one of the greatest things that I do regular regularly, uh, that really helps my focus. And I think a lot of guys miss this is investing in other men. Uh, I think that to fully walk mm. surrendered and to fully experience what Christ has for me now, man, I have to take uh, that great commission seriously. I have to go and I have to invest and yeah. I need to make disciples. And so when I put myself out there in all those ways, yeah. uh, you know, it equips me to uh, best be able to come alongside men and women, uh, to lead them in their walk and their pursuit of Christ. And, uh, I think so many men are missing yeah. out because they aren't taking part in discipleship. And how I sum up discipleship is, uh, following somebody who is following Jesus better than you are, and then teaching others to do the same. And, uh, you know, through, through all those different elements, uh, yeah. I mean, I just find myself walking, uh, consistently in the sweet spot. Now I'm not saying always, uh, man, I'm, I'm a sinful, broken, yeah. imperfect man. And, yeah. uh, and I have my faults and I have my failures. Uh, but man, the more that I come to know Jesus and the more that I come to experience what he has for me, uh, the more I want, uh, what he wants, uh, for me and the more I want what he wants for others too. Yeah. That's great. I fully anticipated you answering the question, you know, with, you know, devotion, quiet mm-hmm. time, things like that, which you did. Uh, but I love how you added pouring into other people because it's so true. Like when I have spent time with other people or even trying to pour into my kids, I experience such a high and such a uh, inspiration and excitement and just aliveness mm-hmm. that comes when I've poured that poured the Lord into other people and encourage them in their walk with him. And yeah. so I love how you added that element. You, you, you surprised me with that one. That one's good. Yeah. I, I, I'll have to remember that one as well. Yeah. But uh, on to question three for today, you know, you mentioned revolutionizing the church from the inside out. So if anybody visits bloodbrothers.org, they're going to see this blurb. And so I just want to, for this, this episode here and, and part of the lifelong adventure how would you describe revolutionizing the church from the inside out? 
And could you explain that in further detail so men understand what you're, what you're talking yeah, about? Absolutely. You know, it used to be uh, an unwritten vision uh, pre-2020, pre-pandemic, pre-craziness, uh, uh, a new level of craziness, that is. Uh, it was an unwritten vision that we just kind of had inside uh, that we recognize that the best way for us to uh, not only battle for uh, a man's heart and for the marriage uh, was to go directly to the man, but also the best way for us to battle for the church, the bride of Christ, is one man at a time. And uh, so when we say revolutionizing the church from the inside out, uh, you know, largely we recognize that. Uh, the Western Evangelical Church and church as a whole is really struggling uh, in today's culture and society uh, to really come alongside not only the hearts of men, but but individuals in a way that really speaks uh, their language and leads them to a place of true surrender and to a place of being discipled and discipling others. Now, let me make this clear. I am not at all uh, speaking bad of the the bride of christ the church uh it's an incredible uh i don't even know know how to how to say what it is it's just this incredible body and part of christ that we are for we are the church we are part of the church we are for the church and when i say revolutionize the church from the inside out i mean coming alongside uh church leaders and partnering with them to bring out the best aspects of men uh, so that they can best fight for their marriage, their families, their church, their community and beyond. That's so good. And, and that's actually one of the things that really compelled me to want to invest in blood brothers as well is not just the masculine heart that, that the Lord has put on my heart to go after and, and pursue, but also to help the church. You know, I've been hurt by church things and, and I'm sure many people listening have been hurt indirectly or directly by church folks and, and, uh, the church is in, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's beautiful, but there's also been some hurt. And so it's, mm-hmm. how do we encourage and uplift men and, and to be the leaders and to be the, uh, church attendees, wherever they're at, whatever church they're attending to be more on, on track with the Lord, more, more of their heart surrendered and following him to be that leader and, and uh, discipler um, in the body that the God's yeah. called him to. Yeah. So that's been a passion of mine and excited to be a part of the, this ministry for that reason. Yeah. So I want to say, I really appreciate that aspect. Yeah, I'd like to say one more thing, uh, you know, about that. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, our church leaders are exhausted and uh, they are yeah. loving for sure. and leading many of them. Uh, very, very well. Uh, and a lot of times the problem boil, boils down to, uh, man, men that are spectators and consumers. Uh, and God did not call us to be specta- spectators and consumers. Uh, yes, yes, we need to consume, you know, Christ, but we also need to uh, have that go full circle and produce back out. And so when I say revolutionizing the church from the inside out, uh, man, really coming in from the inside uh, and partnering with uh, men uh, so that, man, it really uh, significantly uh, increases the ability of the body to accomplish loving God completely. Yeah. 
I just had a visual pop in about, you know, the difference between consuming, you know, church and, and Christianity versus living that adventure that we're talking about is basically the difference between watching a movie or being in the movie or, yeah. or watching on the sideline yeah. in the stands versus playing the game. And so, again, this I love how this ministry is calling us out of the stands and onto the field to get into the game and to, to do our part. And that's when we will get fulfillment. That's when we'll get the peace and the joy and everything that we're truly seeking after yeah. is when we get into the game, walk with the Lord and let him lead our lives. So yeah, man. love it. All right, Ben, I got one more question for you today. Uh, there will be some men probably listening to this that have never, you know, either had a relationship with the Lord or, or understand, you know, how to begin a relationship with the Lord. Could you just describe, you know, briefly in a way, how can someone that's listening here start that relationship, start that adventure with Jesus Christ? Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, it's, it's simple. Uh, it's not, it's not easy. Uh, but it's, it's simple, you know, God loves us so much, you know, loves you, yeah. the viewer, uh, so much. And, uh, a lot of times we have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired, uh, of doing things our way. And, mm -hmm. you know, for so long men push against, uh, giving up control, uh, giving up their ways, their desires, and the things that they want. They think that uh, pursuing or committing to Jesus robs them of that. But in reality, it frees them. And, uh, you know, a relationship with Christ gives you freedom, and it brings you fulfillment, and it brings you purpose. And uh, ultimately, man, that's everything that I want and desire uh, as a leader in this ministry is for everybody I come in contact with to be able to experience a relationship with yeah. Jesus Christ. And so, you know, the gospel is simple. You know, the father sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty for my sin, Eric's sin, and your sin. And all we yeah. have to do uh, is say, hey, Jesus, I need you. Uh, come save me. Yeah. Forgive me. And help me in my walk and my pursuit of you. And if you really believe that in your heart, uh, you know, that's how you begin that relationship. And, and yeah. maybe you just have questions. Maybe you're just kicking tire, tires and, uh, and just keep asking, keep pursuing, uh, ask those around you, pray, ask the father to reveal himself to you. Uh, believe me, he loves you and he will, uh, answer that call. That's great. I love how simple it is. And it's, it's been an amazing journey. I know for me personally, just once I finally surrendered and, and gave in and he just took mm -hmm. over and caused me to want him, want to pray, want to, the desire just flipped a switch to where now I wanted to pursue him and love him and love people too. Yeah. Like my love for others just went through the roof. And so again, he's the, he's ready and willing to, for anybody ready to, to make that and surrender. So yeah. Good. Well, Ben, thanks again. Great time together chatting with you. Um, thanks for sharing this about this great adventure that God's calling us to. We're going to break down more elements of this in episodes moving forward about how, what does it look like to love with all of our hearts yeah. and then all of our mind and all of our strength. And so we're going to break those down in the future episodes. But for those of you that want to stay connected or get connected with us on Blood Brothers, the first thing you can do is go bloodbrothers.org. You can visit uh, our website. 
Uh, we have the Everyman Challenge coming up that we talked about last episode that's coming up in 2023. So that's the probably the best way to engage. I know that's kind of a little far off. But in the meantime, you can engage with us in the Blood Brothers Community app. So our website has more details there, and I'll put in our show notes how to do that. But that will be encouragement throughout the year and, and a challenge and and uh, to help you live the adventure and, uh, and to walk out what we've talked about. And then also you can follow us on Instagram. Blood Brothers is at blood.brothers.official. And we can also Google or search, I should say, within Facebook. Uh, you can just look up Blood Brothers, and we are a nonprofit in Morrow, Ohio. So with that, thanks again for listening to this episode, and we hope you join us on the next one. Have a great day. Thank you.